Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. guys it's josh mitch steve and joey this is our comic show uh usually we don't talk too many comics it's kind of a regret i have at least of the show just because it's hard to have time to to read all that but thankfully joey's been able to chime in and mitch and myself but it's a special uh episode today to have uh steve on who is comic expert here yeah, experts are strong, strong. But you're absolutely <laughs> just, right, just, though. Yeah, just take so, it. No, it's all right. No, it's uh, it's earned. But yeah, before we dive in, uh, probably mostly talking about DC comics, um, but some Marvel stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, thought we'd go around and just talk about first time we, you know, came upon a comic and what it meant, and maybe uh, share where you like to shop in the past. You want to start, Joe? Uh, sure. I think. I think it might have been one of yours because I know I was hung around you when I was Dragonfire. Um oh, it might have been might have been that. Uh I'm not sure. I know that um the first comic I ever owned or the first three comics I ever owned, some kid gave them to me in class. He just didn't want them. They were pretty good. They were um two of them were the collected edition of like The Death of Spider-Man where uh I can't remember who it is, but like it's pretty much like the Grim Reaper or whatever, like, comes and fights him and oh, really? kills him and everything. And then um, in the end, he, like, I think uh, the character, like, hurts Mary Jane, like, snaps her wrist or something. And then Spider-Man's in the hospital bed and he just, like, turns into, a, like, a pretty much a human spider and, like, feeds on the Grim Reaper. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. I'll have to, <laughs> I'll have to lend it to you. Oh, yeah, I'll have to lend it to you sometime. But it's, yeah, so... And then he, like, you know, his body can't take it, so then he dies, and that's, like, you, you see, like, Iron Man, and, like, everyone's there. Um, and the other one was, like, uh, it was Bizarro and Batzaro. That was, like, one of the, yeah, it was, like, one of my first. That was, that was pretty cool. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's uh, <clears throat> an auspicious entrance into yeah, comics. Yeah, <laughs> It's auspicious. Um, I was, like, is it is it like this all the time? What's right. going on? Yeah, I know, I, I was... Um, I'm about 72 years older than the rest of you guys, so... <laughs> you um, look great. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. What's the secret? <laughs> Not bad for 117. Grecian um, gray. Right. Um, wish I had hair to Grecian. That would be nice. So, you know, it's probably mid-70s for me that I first recall reading a lot, and um, Green Lantern was my first comic. My dad, um, as a kid himself, liked the Green Lantern, and so, you know, that one kind of stuck with me for a long time. And, um, you know, one of the first ones I got was the Green Lantern, Green Arrow uh, series from the 70s. The nice. whole social rele- relevance thing, you know. And and so, yeah, it was pretty cool. So that, you know, but the sickness didn't start until like the late <laughs> 80s. And 18,000 plus comics later, we've, <laughs> we've settled down a little bit. But, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I um, grew up in the Omaha area. So Dragon's Lair in Omaha was like the big stomping grounds. And it's uh, so I got a, two locations in Omaha. And it's uh, it's been around since, I think, 74 or 76, something like that. Wow. So they've been around for a few days. And, 
yeah, it's a it was a good town for for comics. I mean, you know, that place has been around forever, and uh, fun stuff, fun. Yeah, did you do you trade with friends or anything like that? Usually, um, or you just kind of kept it yourself. I kind of kept it to myself. Like, mine. I, mean, I was a selfish little. <laughs> yeah, um, I think but, I was too. Yeah. Um, actually, it's it was just wrong to assume that I had friends. So, <clears throat> um, <laughs> thanks for bringing that right, up, right. Josh. <laughs> I'm leaving shortest podcast. Hello, ever. darkness, my um, <laughs> But uh, my brother, I you know, my, I had a little brother, and so uh, we would um, you know read those a lot and stuff, and you know. Green Lantern was the first, but I mean, I was a huge Fantastic Four fan as a kid. Um, I was like around the John Byrne era, and um, and of course Batman. I mean, every kid likes Batman. You know? Oh yeah, uh, who's that? <laughs> he's from Macropolis. Oh okay. <laughs> um, you know Batzaro? Right. Sister, it's the opposite it's of Bat-Zaro. sister city to it's Metropolis. City to Metropolis. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Taiwan, oddly enough. <laughs> um, so. No. Um, but yeah, it was, it's been a long time. That's cool. Um, let's see. I don't have as vast knowledge of background as you guys do. Um, I started out with, uh, gosh, it was in sixth grade probably. Um, I know it wasn't the, like this true 24th, um, Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> He's a know? bubbles guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, uh, X-Men. Um, oh, nice. And before that, it was, uh, I mean, Batman the movie with Michael Keaton. That mm-hmm. one oh, yeah. uh, kind of got me into it. Um, no, it was the 24th uh, issue of X-Men where Gambit uh, makes out with Rogue or something like that. And it kind of intrigued me because of the backstory that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, lots of tongue action in the comic book. Um, <laughs> uh, it intrigued me because Rogue's powers uh, could zap, oh, yeah. but nothing happened. So... Uh, after that, it was uh, going over to Xanadu Comics when they were around in Des Moines and getting um, the um, Gambit miniseries that was like a four-issue special. I never got the fourth one, but um, that's what really... I know. That was probably crazy. It does. Yeah. Still to this day. Jeez. It shows the finish. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm sure I can probably get it online, but I that's where I started. That's cool. For the most part. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, I... I think the first time I remember seeing a comic, we had this store over here by Half Price uh, Store, where that used to be. It was called Dot. It was kind of like a Walgreens. And I remember seeing, at the time, it was the, the issue where Robin dies. Um, was it Tim Drake? or uh, Jason Todd. Jason Todd. And I remember seeing oh, that cover. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that cover, and... Uh, yeah, I did. I didn't buy it, but I was really intrigued, and I kind of understood at the time what was going around about the people basically wanting him to die. <laughs> so was that a call-in thing? Uh huh. Yeah, that was they a had a nine hundred number where you could call. And yeah, it was like a thousand some hey, kids that he lost. <laughs> just going, you want Robin to die? <laughs> just going, just going public on a payphone. Just like kill him, <laughs> and then people were just like, "Whoa!" Don't you have to pay for nine hundred numbers? Yeah, you did back then. Yeah, yeah it was like a buck and a quarter a call something like that i mean it wasn't oh, okay. crazy it wasn't like the 900 numbers you call where it's like <laughs> how many times did you vote <laughs> is it like, a, vote is like american time. idol <laughs> the just, weird thing is jason todd's own mom voted like a thousand times so i don't know <laughs> so did the joker right <laughs> the joker voted all but yeah everyone called in and were like die live click 
shit, my mom's here. Right. You get to actually talk to a live person? Or was no, it, it was a recording. There was two numbers. There was a live number and a die number. <laughs> oh, okay. So. America. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I remember uh, gradually uh, starting my comic book collection. My cousin was really into it. He took me to a lot of shops. I, sadly, I'm sure they're all closed. Dragonfire Comics was the one I pretty much went to all the time. And there was... A good period where I would go in there maybe once a week and uh, collect a series and dropped off after a few years. But I would always go back, uh, especially when they had a, like a new Batman movie come out because they, they had a movie edition of the comic. Yeah. So I would always get those. I think we into, got the Batman Begins. Yeah, I remember one. I took either uh, Dragonfire. It was mm-hmm. the same day we, I think we saw the movie. And I understand why they stopped doing that because they gave away the movie pretty right. much. <laughs> but it was it was still pretty cool, and yeah, uh, you know, I kind of uh, here and there will get some issues, and yeah, so I, I do have a good collection. Uh, I not as uh, I don't have all the knowledge really, you know. Mostly yeah. anymore, I get everything from the movies. Right. Like I didn't know anything about Iron Man until Iron Man came out, and same goes for pretty much all those secondary characters, I guess. Like Batman's always been my favorite. Sure. Superman. You know, Flash. So, yeah, it's just cool this day and age. Like, you really don't have to read; just watch the movie. Although you do right. hear the fans say that's not what happened. Or, I know. can't even read, so you know, I just watch the movie. And just... that's what's so great about comics is that you can just look at the pictures, kind of like Playboy <laughs> magazine. You know, if you can't really read, you can at least see the boobs. <laughs> I'm reading. Not anymore. In Playboy, oh. that's for sure. Uh, watch them go the way of the dodo. Nice. Just read Dark Knight three. Have you read that yet? Uh-uh. Wonder read Woman that. is like breastfeeding her baby, and it just shows her boob. Really? Like, yeah. Is Superman on it, the other breast. I was really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he's there yet. It's Frank Miller. It could be. It could happen. Yeah, uh-huh. for real. <laughs> like, stop squeezing. I was, I was really surprised. I was like, oh, <laughs> that there, happened. There we are. This is a really weird question, but can artists get themselves turned on by their own drawings? <laughs> Yeah, probably. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I prefer not to think about it. Yeah, I don't really want to, but <laughs> that's I've always wondered because I only draw stick figures and you know. No. No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about? Oh no, we're just joking around. We're all joking around. All guys just joking yeah. around. <laughs> so yeah, let's uh let's dive into the the DC verse, uh, the history and Maybe some similarities that the comics, uh, the movies have shown from the comics, and vice versa. Um, yeah, so if you so, want, yeah, and I have, I have a question actually, though. So I mean, it's it's kind of cool to hear that people have sprung onto comics from the media, which is a natural deal. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you hear a new a Batman movie comes out, you know, or or whatever, and and people start diving in. So as a person who was into comics well before good movies were released. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> about comics. Oh, God, yeah. Right, so, you know, I am from that era of really the only, and in, in I, I say it now in quotes, good movies are like the Superman movies, mm-hmm. you know, in the 70s, um, at least the first two. Um, it was hard to, to find anything on TV that was good. I mean, the um, Captain America TV show, horrible the spider-man tv show horrible stock footage of him climbing the same building every single time you know i mean it's you know so i mean for me it was you know comics 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 you know so then you turn into this complete nerd who well that's not how they do it in the comic books you know that's not how they do it in the comic books so for someone who doesn't have that bias um 
how do you feel about the movies versus the comics? Right. Um, I you know like the I think the movies now the good ones. Yeah. They're they uh, are more faithful in many ways, probably because they use comic book writers from the past. Um, yeah, those first movies must have been hard. I mean, they were even hard when I wasn't like really into comics, but you still wanted to see those characters. Right. Like I remember being in a comic book store. And my cousin, like, look, you know, pointed up and he said, look, check that out. It was like Dolph Lundgren, Punisher on VHS. No skull on his <laughs> right. shirt. I was like, what the hell is that? But right. I, I found out recently a lot of those properties back, like, I guess Marvel at one, and you might know uh, more about this, but I, supposedly they were going to have to file for bankruptcy and Stan Lee sold movie rights off to studios. And basically these studios, not really caring if the movie was great, just wanted to up the re- renewal to have the characters longer so they would make shit movies basically yeah and like the roger corman fantastic four i i've actually seen that and yeah it is pretty bad i heard that's better than the new fantastic four though. yeah it's debatable is that the 1990s version <laughs> yeah. yes early 90s, right? yeah yeah, yeah. And, it's <laughs> and the punisher was a dark uh the dolph lundgren one was a dark movie i just think the look it was missing but obviously it had it had flaws because he's still blonde <laughs> what don't no no thank, okay. thankfully no but so they had hair dyed back then <laughs> they had uh, they lost lewis gossip jr was in it i remember that no. he was his partner and yeah and i do remember seeing uh footage of the spider-man show he had like the web shooters were bigger than his arm right <laughs> it was like a rob liefeld gun you yeah know? i mean it was just a huge monstrosity right the i think the well batman obviously was the movie you know yeah. and it it lives up in, in a way but it really didn't give you a Batman like we are, I think, hopefully about to get. Sure. I mean, the Christian Bale was great, too. Can't take that away. Uh, but, yeah, the, that was a huge movie, I remember, at the time. I, I never got to see it in the theater, but uh, the minute I did, I just watched it repeatedly. Right. And then they had that Captain America movie come out. I was a big fan of that. It does not hold up. Right. I, I've watched it, and I'm like, So he has a big motorcycle helmet? No, that's the... That's the 70s TV oh, show. Oh, TV yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> What about the Hulk? Did you like the Hulk, the Bill Bixby Hulk show? So actually, that one wasn't terrible either. Honestly, um, I mean, it, it was like any '70s TV show in that it was extremely slow paced. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, and if you didn't mind, you know, like maybe three different cut scenes of just walking. <laughs> you know, um, cut to commercial, then more walking. With the Hulk music, yeah, right. <laughs> Good know, music. So, I never understood why was he David Banner in that. In the show, I don't know why they switched from the whole Bruce Banner to David Banner thing. I don't know if they figured the alliteration just didn't come across as well on TV or or whatever. I mean, you know, Stanley is famous for his right. You know, yeah. <laughs> well, I, this might not be true, but I think I remember hearing something. I don't know because you know there's a lot of homophobes back then. I mean, there still are, but I maybe think they thought Bruce sounded gay, so they didn't want to use that name. I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I don't it, know. I don't know either. Maybe they didn't want to confuse it with Bruce Wayne. I don't know. Too. Yeah. But there wasn't anything going on in, from a media perspective with Batman at the time. I, I mean, can't tell the difference. Right? <laughs> <laughs> David, Bruce, whatever the fuck. Right. Come over here. But, uh, yeah, no, the Incredible Hulk TV show, actually, you know, it was, it was good. It had some good stories. I mean, I think the good thing about that is the acting was a lot better than it was on... Some of those other shows of the era. It's taken seriously in a way. So Bill Bixby and really Bill Bixby was brought a good it. Actor, yeah, you know? yes, I he mean, was. Wasn't Thor in that too? That was, those were the there movies later movie, on. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> Daredevil too. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, wow. but yeah, the uh, and Lou Ferrigno. I mean, he looked 
You know, yeah. like a yeah. big crazy green dude. You know, oh, what yeah. I mean, didn't you What's drive it? him once? Didn't you? Uh, almost. almost. Uh, when I was doing WizardCon, I was actually scheduled to drive him, but then the last minute, the oh, yeah. uh, that's right, he just got uh, in the car. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It, it was crazy. That uh, that he just wizard. jumped away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did see him. Uh, dude's still massive. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, he is tall as all get out. I looks better than Arnold. Nice. I mean, holy shit! Him and Arnold used to compete all the time. And Arnold would always win, went up on him. But man, he looks—he looks good for his age. You know, it doesn't look like he's falling apart or anything. Yeah, yeah. Watch that pumping iron special on Netflix. Oh gosh, yeah. Arnold wasn't that where he talks asshole. About? <laughs> well, that's that's where he's uh, training in the competition, and Lou Ferrigno's in there for the first oh, okay. time, <clears throat> and he just constantly harks on on Ferrigno, just making fun of him every way. Which is hilarious. Did he make fun of his like speech and everything? I don't. Um, his think, own acting skills. Did he make fun of that at all? No, because I don't. I don't think at that point he had made any movies yet. I think that was still him in the gym. Yeah, so, it was before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you had your classic Arnold screams when he's pumping. Like, ar, ar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder for a prank if he's ever like you know when he's when he's driven places if he puts the green contacts in and he's just like ah and just freaks <laughs> the shit out of the little driver. <laughs> Lou like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's deaf. What? He's what? He's deaf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for repeating that. That was... Wow, I need more sleep. I hope we haven't offended any deaf people listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh How are they going to listen to our podcast? That's Steve? the point. That was the joke. That was the joke. <laughs> Special Thank podcast you, Ted. With that bumps. was the joke. <laughs> Jesus. That'll be the day. Can we edit that out at all? Is that possible? Yeah, okay, yeah, good, absolutely. <laughs> I've got the power. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, DC. Um, they're they're relaunching their line again this summer, and there's a lot of um, speculation around it. So I mean, nobody knows if it's like the entire line or if it's just a select group of comics. But like the movie universe. Yeah, they're trying to align it more with the movie slash TV universes oh, okay, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, that makes sense. And so they're kind of giving everything a number one. Um, again, you know, I mean, it's new 53, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> now they'll use the number 53 in every episode of the flash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things where growing up, I mean, this is the reason I got out of comics was because of the constant relaunches and the changes to the characters. And, you know, I, I think it's lazy writing a lot of times when yeah. you, you try to, relaunch everything because you can't tell a good enough story that it's going to hold up. You have to rely on the gimmick of the relaunch. And so, you know, every four to five years now, DC's, you know, relaunching the entire line. Um, I gave the new 52 a chance, you mm-hmm. know, after the last yeah. time. And I don't know, about 15 issues in ish, you know, I just kind of dropped it all. And, uh, you know, they're starting over again. So, I mean, who knows what that's going to be like, but, you know, when you change characters fundamentally, yeah. You know, I don't care if you have a gay Green Lantern, but Alan Scott for like sixty years was not gay, mm-hmm. right? He yeah. had a family, and, you yeah. know, uh, you know, or you know, it's like making um, Superman a midget or something, right? 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 right. <laughs> you should just make new characters. Make a new character, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and and let that let that character stand on its own. If there's a market for that, if you're going for that market demographic you're trying to be diverse which i think is awesome oh yeah absolutely create something that will stand up you know i mean you don't have to you know take mitch 
And then, you know, all of a sudden he's from Mars and he has seven <laughs> arms and, you know, wings. Do you? <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> and he flies. Yeah. I just think it's interesting because DC, it's obvious they're trying to gain market, you know, on their print stuff. I mean, their um, TV stuff is beyond excellent. I mean, it's it's really pretty good. Um <clears throat> But they're getting clobbered on the print sales. You know, I mean, they sold in December eight million plus comics uh, total, eight million eighty nine thousand seven hundred eighty four to be technical. Hey, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Thank you. Notes in front of my face. <laughs> uh, and of those eight million, six point three million were both DC and Marvel combined. Mm-hmm. Of the six point three million, only two point six were DCs. You know, so I mean, Marvel's just—they're crushing. Wow. You know, right. and in the top fifty the movies, yeah, yeah, exactly. And in the top fifty, only twelve books were from DC. Man, um, wow! And in the top ten, I think two—the only two of DCs were like special weird ones, like Batman and Ninja Turtles crossover. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's they... not—it wasn't like core comics that right. are still way yeah. up there. I think Batman itself was in the top ten. Uh, the regular comic, but nothing. That's else. their number one guy, pretty much. It's their number one guy, and you know they have Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo on the um, comic, and those guys are insanely talented. You know, I mean, so I mean, it really deserves it. But sure, you know, they're they they just they, they switch stuff up so often and rely on the gimmicks, and it's tough. It's hard to invest in a universe, you know, that's going to relaunch. Right. Every four or five years. Are they, I mean, are they any more just another universe versus like everything you've known before is gone, you know, rather than like say, oh, well, everything you knew before is still there. This is just another alternate reality. With the new 52, I mean, everything you knew is pretty much gone. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um, which was ballsy to do. Which was pretty ballsy <laughs> to do, you know. And uh, um, like Tim Drake was never Robin. But oh, really? early on in the New 52 and several, they had references of him being Robin, but then he technically wasn't Robin. And so, you know, they just, it's like they couldn't even master their own continuity, new continuity that they were trying to accomplish. Did they even bring him in or was he? Yeah, they brought him in as um, Red, Red Robin. Robin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, Red yeah, that's Robin, cool. yum. Yeah. He, just has the, he doesn't <laughs> have the ears. Yeah, he doesn't right. have the ears and he looks like Batman. Yeah. He's just, I mean. Yeah, well, I mean, he had, it was a red outfit and stuff, but um, yeah, it, it was more of a darker blend between a batman hmm. and a robin costume but like sanded off the ears to a cow and just took it <laughs> <laughs> hey, and in the new, well in the new 52 that outfit was gone and and then they gave him more of a he looked a little bit more like the robin outfit yeah. um just with some changes with some goofy looking wings though and it just oh, i thought those are cool <laughs> <laughs> i'm a purist <laughs> um no but, uh, you know, so, I mean, they, they just made a ton of changes, you know. And that's not to say everything they're doing is terrible. I mean, they've still got some really cool stuff out there. And, you know, the Batman Beyond series is really good right now. Because that's Tim Drake, um, isn't That's it? Tim Drake yep. now, yeah. Yep. And um, it's weird. It is. It's weird, but uh, I, I, I'm, that's really one of only two that I'm reading consistently right now. <laughs> and, and it's pretty good. Dan Jurgens wrote it. He's the guy behind the death of Superman back in the 90s. Okay, wow. So, I mean, you know, he's a long-time writer, and, you know, and he knows his stuff. And, you know, that, that's it's kind of where I'm at with DC is if I see there's a long-time writer that I've recognized from, you know, the past or whatever, like a Mark Wade or a Dan Jurgen, someone like that, if they're attached to it, you know, it's probably going to be as good as you can make it. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, with yeah. Those guys. Yeah. But, you know, it's just that TV universe, film universe shift 
you know, they've always kept that stuff separate and they're trying to blend it. So, I mean, you know, I think it'll be interesting to see how they do it. Well, um, what was your first memory of when they did a reboot? Was it Marvel? Or was it DC? It was my first memory of it was uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths back in the eighties. Oh, okay, wow. so that's how far. That's probably when it started. The was like one of that's the biggest one they did. They really depowered Superman. You know, they went straight from that to the John Byrne Man of Steel series uh, miniseries comics, and you know, no longer could he basically juggle the Earth, and you know, <laughs> they made him plans. a little bit more down to earth in a way. I mean, he yeah. was still Superman, but I mean, it was. I mean, uh, how do you defeat a guy who can do it? Right. everything, you know, right? Yeah. You know, and and but the the neat thing is they didn't change who that core character was, um, nor did they really change the Batman character. I mean, you know, they there were some different shifts in the continuity even back then. Um, Jason Todd went from being the Robin who was chosen because he stole the tires off the Batmobile. Or, I'm sorry, that's what he became. Before, he was a very much like a Dick Grayson clone. He was an acrobat and all this stuff. Sure, yep. After post-crisis, you know, he was lifting the tires off the bat. I don't know if there was a, a demographic they were trying to get to troubled youth or... Oh, but, <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> Let's fix these kids. Um, steel, steel tires steel and you'll tires become a superhero. you become a superhero, too. <laughs> um, well, that some, reminds me, like, because at one time, and I, f- I forget the guy's name, but... They went after comics really hard. And that maybe it was the 70s, late 60s, maybe, where they were accused them of basically creating... Uh, 50s and 60s. They, uh, I mean, that's where the comics go. Bad influence from. on kids. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, it was a different era. but um, And it wasn't until the 70s that they started taking more liberties um, for more adult-themed stuff. You know, that's not to say... You know, it's not maybe as hot as Rogue and Gambit making out. <laughs> but, you know, like the... Very uh, memorable. Uh, one of the first things there was like the Green Lantern, Green Arrow, social relevance period. You know, I mean, you have a, you have the cover with Roy Harper, who is Green Arrow's sidekick, you know, shooting heroin. up heroin. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, that was mm. a huge, huge deal. And... Um, is that where all their powers come from? <laughs> That's where all my powers come fly. from. I can fly. Right. It's... <laughs> Now, why did they come up with this, this comic sense. code back in the 50s and 60s? I mean, were people trying to jump off roofs thinking that they could be superhero? You know, I don't know if it was just, you know, you're in a nation at the time that was maybe more grounded in, in their religion and the family values and that sort of stuff. But, I mean, the the hysteria was obviously dumb. Yeah. You know, but, it, it, you know, the, the industry caved to it and... That was just a, a product of the time. Um, so kind of like when Elvis wiggled his hips on stage and caused a stir. It made us all yeah. melt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like butter. <laughs> Everyone. Everything's Everyone. wet. I wasn't even oh born yet. And I was like, whoa. And you knew. You knew. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. But uh, There's a disturbance. Yeah. So, <laughs> wives What's everywhere happening? looked over at their husbands. Why can't you do that? I'm growing a third leg. Right. <laughs> oh, the you're force is strong. Mom! Mom! <laughs> you're like running around, Mom! <laughs> Get away! funny the uh, amount of uh, kids that were born after the elvis era you know or, but um yeah so it, you know it's a that was a that was a scary time for comics i mean you know the the sales went down a ton but you know the um back to the question on on my first reboot was the crisis you know and that's where barry allen died 
Oh wow, um, yeah. That was the one crisis number 8 of the series was the one where uh, he loses it. And it took me a long time to find that physical comic. Um really? later on when I was, you know, trying to gain a collection back and cuz I remember reading it at the time and I lost all those things. I didn't keep any of that mm-hmm. stuff and so when I was going back to fill the collection, you know, in the probably mid late 90s and stuff, I was searching for some of those old things and it took me forever to find Crisis number 8. I finally got it, you know, but wow. uh, yeah, I mean that was um that was a big deal cuz Barry stayed dead for wow. a long right. long it wasn't long like death time. of superman. Where how does, right. How does he go? Um the anti-monitor, he just kind of runs so fast, he just kind of turns to Oh, okay. Dust and Flashpoint you know, kind of covered that, didn't it? Uh, no, it was I mean, maybe I don't. Maybe I it was, did, but there was um, there was a Young Justice episode. I don't know if you ever watched that, but it was the it was the last episode of the that's series. That's what I was thinking got, of. Yep. Since it got canceled, um, they all had to um run around like a I don't know some mechanism that could destroy the Earth, and I think it was Flash and um, not Impulse but Kid Flash were running and then impulse came in and like tried to help, but they like, he, he, they were too fast for him and he kind of just turned into nothing and died. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, that was, a, you know, that was one of those things where when you died in a comic book, it meant a lot more than it does today, you know, where it's not a matter of if they're coming back, it's just a matter of when, yeah. you know, and how are they going to do it? Um, and yeah, sometimes it's predictable it. anymore. It's predictable. And, you know, the death of Superman, while it was a big deal, if you were a comic collector in the 90s, you knew he was coming back. Right. It was just a matter of how. Yeah. But then you had the speculative market. I mean, that was the only time I'd ever seen Dragon's Lair with a line outside. Oh, it was crazy. It was insane. It's on the news, everything. Like, Yeah. You know, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking this is awesome for the short term. You know, I mean, if I'm the owner of the Dragon's Lair, I'm loving what's happening to my store this week. Yeah, but come on you, in. That yeah. doesn't—that's not sustainable, you know. And uh, exactly. And and so that's kind of where a lot of that stuff started. With you know, you have to. And DC's really latched onto that. We have to reboot all the time and keep the gimmicks because we just can't be a Marvel where we can tell some consistent stories. Mm, yeah. You know, with these characters without fundamentally changing them. Um. And and that can be that's a challenge for for the DC group and and that's tough. Frederick Frederick Wortham was the one. His book Seduction of the Innocent really was the um, precursor to the Comics Code Authority. Wow. Um, thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> so Wolverine s- still dead? Um, yeah. Is Because X? Because um, what's her name? Who's the Who's the younger girl with like the two claws? Is that X twenty three? Yeah, but wasn't that Wolverine's daughter? Is it? I, I don't so. know, but she I know she took over as Wolverine. Like she's wearing like the yellow and blue thing with the cowl now and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think I think he still is. Well, he didn't really die. He just Did you read Death of Wolverine? Oh. Nope. He, he he was like covered in adamantium and then he just goes out into the sun and kind of like gets on his knees, kind of just freezes. Oh wow. Yeah, it was really it's really good. He'll come back somehow, probably. Yeah, See, I just I can't imagine that strong of a character, and I wonder if they have did it because of Hugh Jackman wanting to leave. Which I mean, maybe. Oh, like, they already they had old coexist basically. Like, if he's not on screen, why is he in the well, comics? Well, isn't that kind of what Marvel's been doing, Old Man Logan? Well, no, they just kill off a series so that you know they can't make a movie out of it, or that they lose uh, interest I mean, in it. 
Well, Fantastic really. Four, that that was a I think a dick move they did. Uh they canceled the book. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously the movie wasn't a masterpiece, but that didn't help. <laughs> didn't they cancel the book before the movie came out? Yes. Technically? Yeah. But it was in production. They yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, probably, right. I mean, you know, you're on set, you can tell how it goes. Yeah. Um and that that is sad cuz that was one of those comics that was a staple you know i mean that helped usher in the marvel age that comic book you know yeah. the fantastic four and mm-hmm. you know jack kirby and you know introducing characters like galactus and you know i mean it was just uh, huge characters Silver surfer yeah you know, i mean all that stuff i mean that came came out of the fantastic four and another book that went over through and this on the marvel side you know that book went through a zillion different creativity um shifts uh creative shifts and uh and it just couldn't be sustained, you know? I mean, it's not like that Spider-Man or X-Men universe where, you know, it's just a machine. Right, know, yeah. Rolls, you right, know? exactly. So it's yeah. hard to build that. Because they're not labeled as mutants, right? Because they obtain their powers from... Well, gosh, I mean, shit. Stan used... Didn't Stan use, like, gamma on, like, everybody Pretty back much. then? I think yeah. gamma radiation. Until they had to finally, like, okay, let's make it different. I'm wondering if he knew somebody and lost a friend that was exposed to gamma <laughs> radiation. And so that was the that was the culprit in all of his origin Hold stories. Hold still, I'm trying to draw you. <laughs> oh, yeah, what is the story behind... Hulk was originally gray, wasn't he? Or was uh-huh. he green? He okay, was he was gray. He was gray. Yep. And well, why did they change it to green? I, I forgot what Stan said about that. It's about the coloring. He sneezed and he's just... <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, yep. And you can't clean that off here. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, I don't remember why the Hulk. Um, I mean, I, I knew there was the shift. Now you know, there's a Red Hulk now too, right? I mean, yep. But yeah. I, I can't remember so many Hulks. Now. It's General Ross, right? Yeah, I, mean, I can't remember the the shift though to the green and why. Um, yeah, and then he eventually went back to gray. Just well, it's kind of like when I think when Batman was first launched, didn't he have like pink gloves or something because of the coloring? Oh yeah, he had purple gloves. Yeah, it and was he, a, had, he had guns. Maybe they wanted yeah, he to kill people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was Detective Comics, not DC Comics yeah. yet. Right. Number twenty-seven. <laughs> yeah. He wore a fedora. It was weird. Yeah. He wore. He, he carried the gun at eight years old. He's probably just like. Maybe I killed my parents. Right. <laughs> now, there's a comic oh, book, though, that's had a ton of changes because, I mean, they've taken them through time. It seems like whenever they come out with a character, they always have to go into the future, then back in history, and Gotta there's just all sorts of changes. Time. And I like the, uh, in the new Batman versus Superman, they use, like, some 1908 uh, comic book to kind of give him that overcoat and the glasses and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I like that. The whole series about uh, him oh, like being a detective in, in uh, England or something like that. Mm-hmm. I loved um, Superman Returns. I loved the look of the city mm-hmm. and how everyone dressed. And they kind of have captured that. Unfortunately, that movie had looks going for it, but the, the story itself was just, you know I mean? It was just yeah, weak. It was bad. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was a missed opportunity. But uh, it does remind me to go back a little bit about the death of Superman. That to me, I mean, I was obviously young, sure, but that probably was my first collectible. I remember going. I remember I was. I can't. I think I had my doubts too. Yeah. Um. But I remember going to the comic book store. I bought the white sleeve uh-huh. and the black sleeve, right? And then an issue, just a regular issue, so I could read it because I I have never opened those sleeves, right? And I was like, oh, I'm a, you know, I'm gonna get some money for these someday. And uh, yeah. yeah, maybe uh, a not year anymore, ago, or you're not. Nope. A year no. ago, I went to. Uh, I saw one on display at uh, Mayhem. I was like, "Oh, here we go, thirty bucks." Yeah, Jeez. and that and the person probably didn't even get thirty bucks. No, you know? I mean, uh, about a year afterwards, I mean, they were selling for around a hundred, 
150 man and, you know it's you know, gone down ever since the good thing that came out of that i think was all you know it everyone was interested in superman again i don't know if it, they were dying off being in, in, interested interested in him but the the reign of superman mm-hmm. i collected at least the first issues of those steel was my favorite john out of henry all irons yes yeah. and i jack yeah jack <laughs> no no there's a man Oh my gosh! Uh, I'm that, a that comic, even the first issue, could be a movie to me. Yeah, it was so epic because he's saved by Superman, and then when Superman dies, that he feels he, he's obligated to, you yeah. know, even though he's human, it's kind of like an Iron Man in a way. Sure. And if they did it today, they could definitely do it like how they do it with the Robert Downey Jr. Right. Because that that whole trick they've used, the Hollywood magic of. Because if you just saw him in the suit, a CG mm-hmm. suit, you couldn't really relate. But right. then you see his face, and you're like, you, it just works. And right. I remember when that Shaq movie came out, which is probably another example of, hey, it's a shitty script. Let's just right. make it. He had no S on his chest. Yeah. And it just looked silly. No cape. Obviously, I get, get why they didn't want the cape. But, yeah, it was come just, back. You could you could do it again. Was this Shazam no. that you guys are talking about? No, no, no it's no. called you, Steel. You, no, you're thinking of Kazam. Oh, oh, yes, Kazam. I am Kazam. Sally, that movie might be better than Steel was. I'm not sure. Oh, that's right. I forgot Shaq was Steel. Yeah. I still yeah. have yep. it on VHS. Where have you been? Welcome to the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I remember at the time, it was uh, that movie was so badly received because I used to watch uh, Siskel and Ebert. Yeah, and they wouldn't even review it. And I, I think I, you know, later on I realized, oh yeah, they probably just didn't screen it for the critics. Right, it was a reason for it. But yeah, it was such a, a missed opportunity. And I, I, well, the comic was great, and the character was yeah, fantastic. that was that was probably the in your opinion is that the best out of the four or um, which one did you? I like? think it was overall the best out of the four. I think Superboy, um, that incarnation of the character was fun. You know, it was, he was hilarious. He was. You know, just a sexist little pig, and you know, he, but he was funny, you know, and he still did good stuff. And he had uh, a cool like haircut, yeah, he had the leather jacket, haircut. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he looked. I mean, it was a it was a cool look at the time, and um, even when they gave him his own comic after Superman returned and stuff, it was really good. You know, it was very well drawn and and well written. Um, but Steel was phenomenal. You know, as far as a comic book character, yeah. Went. Um, you know, and it was a. For a big event, you know that that DC threw out there, it was actually very well written. You know, I, I mean, you can still read those, and I think they hold up today. You know, I mean, yeah, um, the art was phenomenal. You know, and um, uh, it was good stuff. But you know, you, you knew he was coming back, right? Because there there was Steel, and uh, then there was was there Cyborg, Cyborg Superman? Superman, which was Hank Hill, who was turned out to be one of the big bad guys, <laughs> right? Hank he was Hall. The, he was the villain in the <laughs> end. Hank Hall or Hank I Hill, believe. You know, do you remember? Hank Hill. Hank Hill. Uh, Isn't uh, that the guy from that sounds like King, 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 Hill? Hill? King, King of the, of the Hill. Hill? Bobby. I'll tell you. Hey, Bobby. Bobby. I'll tell, tell you what. I'll become Cyborg Superman. <laughs> and then it was revealed Superboy was a clone, right? Of yes. Superman. And Lex. Yep. You're, oh, really? Mm-hmm. They had a baby. That would be weird. They finally Hank did Henshaw. it. Hank Henshaw. Okay. Was uh, the Cyborg Superman. But, uh, um,. Yeah, he turned out to be quite the bad guy in in the DC universe. Did he? Uh, how long after did he? Or is he still in the comics? In I don't way? know if he's still in it today, but I know he was in it for years afterwards. You know, and um, he played a big role in Coast City exploding. 
Right. Um, Green Lantern. Resulting in Hal Jordan turning into Parallax, you know, going nuts. And, oh, you're kidding. And, yeah. So. Interesting. He, he you know, he, he was uh, created some shockwaves across the DC universe, you know, a, apart from just Superman. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I like the Steel comic the best. Yes. You know, um i just always been drawn to it. The you dude know? was a hero, just, you know I mean? And he, he was just badass a good looking. guy. Big S on the chest. Imposing. You yeah. Know, the whole thing. Uh, it was it was very, very well written. I wish... I don't know what the fate of John Henry Irons is in the DC Universe. I don't remember what happened to him. But um, it would have been cool to see him stick around, at least in a supporting role. Somehow. Right. He, I died think he, he died on the toilet. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> No, I, I think he much. was replaced eventually, and he did pop up on the animated uh, series here and there, but he didn't have the, the S. Mm. Uh, he did have an S, but it wasn't the Superman S, yeah. you know. I <laughs> like spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sticky note. Superman, look, I'm like, yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, with with Batman v Superman coming, and there's Doomsday in it, maybe we'll get a steal finally that's at least maybe have all those four characters share a movie. Sure. I just want to see steel on the screen done right. Right. The S, the cape, and the hammer. <laughs> the whole thing. He just comes on, hi, Josh. That's, yeah. all, that's all I got. <laughs> I'm like, this is amazing. I'm growing a third leg. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm done right. He hits the camera with a hammer. <laughs> done. <laughs> Credits roll. What? Uh, what's the first um, movie you remember? Um, comic movie that you were psyched to see? Um, it was a Superman. You know, film, of course, um, yeah. In seventy, was eight was the first yeah. Superman. Um, it was easily that one. Um, and you know what? It's ten years, eleven years later for Batman. You know, so. Uh, that the Superman one was phenomenal. Superman two was phenomenal. Superman three I watched and I decided this wasn't as phenomenal. Yeah, and I didn't even Took a see turn. Superman four in the theater. Oh yeah, it's... you know because I would hear my friends talk about it. You know, as a kid, and I'm like, yeah, okay, we're just gonna skip that guy. And uh, yeah, um, but call. you know, it was comic good quality comic movies were so few and far between way back then, and. You know, it was a genre that just it wasn't taken seriously at all, and now it dominates. Right, that's why know? everyone wore like black leather outfits, like hide that, right. hide that colorful stuff, and yeah, it's just going to be dumb. And you know, and it's and now you know you got who thought Guardians of the Universe would succeed? Oh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, or Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, yeah same thing, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? Um, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, and I. Wasn't even a strong comic, was it? No, it was. It's never nobody, been. Nobody really knew about yeah. it before. I mean, it, it's they they tried to say that they did though. Like, I loved all the people coming out yeah. of the work. Oh yeah, I've been a fan for years. <laughs> I love Tree out. Guy and <laughs> Raccoon Guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's just I had thousands and thousands. I told my daughter, I'm like, she's like, did you ever read that? And I'm like, you can go and search every box of my comics. And nine years later, when you're done. <laughs> you will not find one Guardians of the Galaxy comic. <laughs> a raccoon? Are you kidding me? I had no idea about any of these characters. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then you watch the movie, and it's like that. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was just so well done, and uh, that can be done. Yeah. Practically anything can be done. Well, that's just it. And, it, and it proves that if you have the right writing and you have the right well budget, obviously, and soundtrack. Yeah, that soundtrack yeah. is great. Absolutely, yeah. you know, you can really you can go above and beyond and, and exceed expectations for a movie. You know, I mean, I 
you know, you've got this big hitters out there, Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, you know, the Avengers, the whole thing, you know, and then you start seeing previews for Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm thinking, all right, they've jumped the shark. Yeah. You know, that was my first thought. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was. You know? It was so, very I mean, it's, good. You know, it's just nice that, you know, we live in a age where we have these kind of films and TV shows that are so high quality. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard for, I think, a consumer to justify paying three to four dollars for a single comic issue when you know they can get so much more entertainment value to them visually watching everything i think that's why print comics are suffering a little bit you know right because it's it's hard to justify that and hence the reboots they're desperate they're like we gotta get sales right. going and, and i get it i, I you know I, i've been in business a long time you know i mean i i know what the financial impact is and and how that if you don't evolve and shift you know you're going to be left behind but when you rely on the gimmicks and when you rely on that type of thing, you know it's uh, you're not setting yourself up for a consistent reader base. You know right. it's hard to it's hard to stay with that. And you know as a guy who always thought I'd spend 200 bucks a month on comics like I used to, and I spend now almost zero dollars. You know, and that's uh, that's too bad. You know, and, and right. you know I, I wonder how many other people they've lost that were big collectors and that sort of thing just because you're always. Yeah, it's, it, well, it, that's the problem with like well, t- technology as well is um, you know why print's going out. There's still uh, a fun. It's, it's a you know to go to a store, mm-hmm. smell the the fresh new paper. Oh, yeah. you know, Farts. it's a great experience. Well, sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great experience. You know, and it, it's sad. It, it's kind of like with. Um, you know, movie rental stores, that used to be fun. To, yeah. Oh, my gosh, which one are we going to get? Some popcorn, whatever. God, you remember yeah. when movies took a year to come out after they came out? On the and they were like 100 bucks. Horrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. I don't, I don't remember that world. <laughs> I'm lucky. Luckily, my, my family worked for a um, video distributor. Right. We got screeners all the time. And That's awesome. I pretty much grew up watching a ton of movies for free. It yeah. was nice. You did have to see the scroll of... This is property of whatever. And right. It was a worth big it. deal. It was worth yeah. It, yeah. You, could, you could look past it. Right. No, That's yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was actually, it was a good time. So, I mean, we had we had VCRs, I think, before a lot of people did because they could get product through mm. and test it out because they were, you know, we're better. They were trying to sell everything. <laughs> yeah. No. No, especially if you look at it now, it's like, you know, the VHS is just so, you know, <laughs> so in the past. It's I know. Crazy. It's it's like vinyl was in the uh, late 80s and early 90s, you know. Right. It's done. So VHS will make a big comeback in like 20 years, you know, yeah. it's all retro. Right? <laughs> the, hipster, yeah, the, the hipsters will be all, this is crazy. Right. Uh, God, you remember tracking on a forehead VCR? <laughs> yeah. You had to fine tune it just so that you wouldn't get the static in it? Yeah. Oh, that was horrible. It was bad. But, yeah, you know, and like you say, though, the technology, I mean, it's an awesome medium. I mean, there's, there's nothing to have all these movies. Right. But, yeah. And there's, but there's nothing Downside. more fun, though, too, than being able to download a comic to your iPad. And it looks great. And you can take yeah. it anywhere, you right. know, and all yeah. that. And it does look great. But you're right. You know, when you walk into Mayhem today, you know, there, there's a kinetic experience here mm-hmm. where you can go and feel and look and touch and browse and, you know, do whatever. And that's awesome. You know, that's, it is. It's, uh, it's irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. But, um, and and they do such an awesome job. I mean, this isn't a mayhem show, obviously, but right, yeah. they do such an amazing job with that store and the variety. You know, you want games, you want comics, you want whatever. It's there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I to this day, I still go. Yeah, I still go oh, there yeah. once yeah. a month, once every couple months, and I'll just buy something. I'll pick up randomly. You know, yeah. I mean, but I used to have a pull list with a 
truckload of stuff. <laughs> I don't have that anymore, but right. um, I, yeah, I, those guys are phenomenal in there, and, and it's fun to go and, and to browse around. Hell, I might go after the show. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I was curious how um, how big is the one over here? How big is Mayhem? Um, it it's a uh, way bigger than it was. So okay. um, I know when I I first started when I first moved here in '99, I would go to Dragonfire. Yep. Um, I didn't know Mayhem was right down the street. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I was driving. I didn't by. either. Yeah, I'm like Krispy Kreme. Yeah. So there's Dragonfire <laughs> a few doors down, right? right. You know, I'm like, might hey, as well. Shit, a comic book shop, right? So um, I really need donuts. Right. Yeah, <laughs> donuts, comics. Oh, you know, I mean, I uh, stop touching the product. <laughs> right. I was just in a diabetic diabetic coma reading, you know, and it was amazing. So, so are you gonna buy those? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just looking at me like, yeah. no. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I don't have any money. Just look at them and wipe a comic. So you're gonna keep bothering me, son. But uh, so then when they closed, I you know went down the road to Mayhem, and um, you know it was it was nice. It was bigger than Dragon Fire. They had a lot more stuff. Yes, and now was. they've expanded. You know they have the huge game room. You know that's open all the time. It mm-hmm. seems like and uh, busy. Yeah, yeah, was, and they've expanded a lot because there's one in Ames, and uh, it's like two stories. Isn't that their main location, like the first one or something? And I don't know. I thought, it was, I thought it was this one. Uh, I actually don't know. I, I think it might, might be. Might be. Uh, it's yeah. on Lincoln, so it's like right in the middle of. Of course, everything. the one over here is yeah. getting you know bigger all the time and uh, remodeling, and it's it's really cool. It it's, is really cool. They got that back room now with all those the back issues and you know the the walls of trade paperbacks and yeah. stuff. And uh, um, there's if you want anything printed, it's there. You know, I mean. You know, there's a Batman storyline that I want that's out of print, but I always go there and look just in case they have a trade of it somewhere, right. you know, but what they don't. Uh, the um, uh, Batman, A Lonely Place of Dying, uh, it's where Tim Drake discovers the uh, Batman's identity and turns into Robin, becomes Robin. Oh, okay. Wow. Yep. So it was a crossover with uh, uh, the Titans. So gotcha. Dick Grayson mm-hmm. yeah. you know, kind of played a role in it and, mm-hmm. and all that. It was just a phenomenal comic. Um uh, story. It was a good story. So I have the individual issues. You know, I read those recently a while back. Yeah. Know, just because I don't have the, I'd rather have the trade or, or something. You know, I know the, it's convenient. It's all there. It's convenient, and I try to be very careful yeah. <laughs> with the old stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so exactly. Um, you know, I don't want to get too crazy with it. But um, yeah, Mayhem's just a phenomenal store. And, and you're right. I mean, it's great to go in there and actually physically buy a comic. And you know, those experiences are priceless. I they mean, they are. really are. You don't have to spend a dime. You just go in there and you know. Yeah. Although that's hard, I got a hundred go comics on my phone. Yeah, right. Now, right. On I my know. App, you know, and as as convenient as that is, it's not as fun. Yeah, you know, it's so. just like the movies. You know, the right. movies are great, and uh, but they have a downside. You know, yeah. you don't you miss certain things, but you know, the movies anymore are really becoming like the comics. You know, especially with the mm-hmm. multi universe, uh, right. which is fantastic. I think. Uh, v- yeah, Marvel's probably the first to do that, crossovers, all that, because, you know... Oh, yeah. Gosh, it would have been cool to have a Keaton-Reeve right. crossover, you know. But. Well, even back in the 70s, they had a, a whole comic series called Marvel Team-Up, you know? Right. And, yeah, you would see... Comics got it first, yeah. yeah. You got to see Spider-Man and Wolverine team-up, you mm-hmm. know, and just the the, thing, the people that you wouldn't see in a normal comic together, and that was just super, super cool. You know, that was fun. Did you ever imagine them on the screen, or were you just, like, focused on the... Uh, I love the, the comic, comic and I would have loved to have seen something like yeah. that on the screen. You know, I mean, back then, and this is even pre-Superman movie, you know, your biggest access to any sort of comics on a screen was the Super Friends. 
you know, uh, yeah. on the cartoon, you know, which as a kid, you're thinking is infinitely amazing. And then you watch it today and you're like, was I just in the marijuana haze with my parents? Purple haze. Right. tight. Weed is tight. Weed is tight. Isn't, <laughs> so. wasn't Batman like jolly in that show? Like, oh yeah. I mean, sm- very, lots of no, smiles. Nothing dark. And, nothing dark at all. Yeah, Come on, old dark. chum. You know, <laughs> nothing my dark. My parents are dead. Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think, aren't your parents dead too, Robin? Yeah. Come on, chum. <laughs> Let's think, go celebrate our dead parents. I think Adam West had Orphans. that line. Adam West had that line in the uh, the '66 show. Uh, it was just like a a quick line, I believe, uh, and I could be wrong, but he would just he they were just Dick had a problem at school or some something. Dick problems. Dick problems. <laughs> Third legs Dick mutations. School. Yeah. Tiny peen. <laughs> but some, I think he said something about like, uh, "Don't worry, old chum. You know my." My parents were killed in an alley or something, and he just goes back. Yeah, I, it was, yeah. I remember there was some kind of... It was just like a, out of the brief, side of his mouth. Like, yeah, yeah, I was like, what the hell? Was, was, it, un- was it uncalled for? Like, it didn't add to the conversation? Or <laughs> I'll have to go back, but it's possible. It's very possible. Like, I mean, worry, that show was campy, dead. you know? Yeah, that's so Adam like, West's way of saying, stop bitching, kid. Yeah. <laughs> the no. actor just stopped, like... Yeah. <laughs> was, that the, was that in the script? Or right. all fear. I'm not saying my problems as big as your dead parents, but can I have a little validation here? I had a bad day at school. You know, apparently not. Someone's um, picking on me. Ah, oh, shut up. Billy it, called me dumb. Right. Grow a third leg. People, they don't like the name Dick. Um, I really think this show should be called Grow a Third Leg. Grow a Third Leg. Yeah, okay. That seems to be the overall. Let's be my last podcast. <laughs> a guest. We'll have uh, Chris Farley. Uh, Richard. <laughs> If I had one comic wish list, it would be that we stop killing Thomas and Martha Wayne on screen. Oh, yes. sure. How many times have they died? They haven't died right. That's the problem. <laughs> That's true. Well, and, well, no, Batman Begins got it right, didn't they? Yeah, it was kind of, I don't know. Like, I thought the Keaton was more effective, yeah. you know? You I don't know. So? It was so dark. Well, it's just because it was so dark and then out of the shadows. Because it was more Joker. theatrical. But it showed Joker. It wasn't... It, I, I think mean, this one's going to get it right. In the comics, though. was it No, I believe different? it will, too. What'd you say? In the comics, wasn't it somebody different? Yeah, it was Joe killed? Chill. Yeah. Yeah. So, for and years, Joker. I just always assumed it was the Joker that killed, you know. Well, because that's well what done. they did. They, <laughs> and, and that's what they did in the 89. They just merged them. Like, hey, he killed yeah. your parents and blah, blah, blah. And Probably thought nobody would notice or something. Until he fell into a vat of acid, but. This, uh, from what I've seen from the preview, this this new death scene looks good. Yeah, I haven't seen that part of it yet, so I and you don't usually I'm, say that about death scene, but yeah, yeah, I'm trying to stay away. Can't wait till from they die. Trailers and stuff. I know it's I really hard. Like, my yeah. friend, um, I told you this, but my friend was uh, living in the apartments. I think it was for that scene with the new in the new Batman v Superman where Thomas and Martha get shot. I think he was in the apartments like above where that was getting. Filmed. Oh wow! And so he just looked down. He called the cops. Jesus! You won't believe this. <laughs> we like texted our friend group. It was like, so they're filming Batman outside my room. And I was like, what? That is crazy. That's Could he awesome. tell that it was Lauren Cohen? I don't. I, he yeah, he didn't look. And he was like really high up. Oh okay. So um, but yeah, I didn't even know it was her until I like, didn't either. She got um, she announced that she was in it, and then like you look back at the trailer and she's in it for like a split second, which really sucks because she's such a good actress. Mm-hmm. She's good. She was in uh, Supernatural too. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh my her, gosh. Her, her and uh, was Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Third uh, leg moment. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> John Winchester. Uh. 
Well, and he's uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's going to be in the new Walking Dead mm-hmm. as what is that? Megan. Negan? It's yeah. too much. <laughs> Who is he on Supernatural? Is that Sam and Dean's dad? John. John Winchester, yeah. Okay, yeah. He dies there, too. Yeah, I remember that. He's had a bad... He's got a horrible bad. history of Yeah, dying. we talked about that. Bad. Worse good. than Sean Bean did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've had this exact He went to the Sean Bean acting school. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I do We're not that, replaying an old show. You know this what's is... funny is... Uh, <laughs> I see a kind of a um, reverse nowadays. Like, used to have comics. They become a movie... And, you know, that's how it would go. But now with the, the CW shows, you had the show, and then they have a comic yeah. for the show. <clears throat> right. Does yeah. Supernatural have... I know Supernatural isn't, like, really comic booky, but... I think I think everybody probably, has a comic. Pretty they've much, they've had like comic miniseries. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had like anime right. miniseries too. Like I mean, there's uh, Doctor shows. Who meets uh, Star Trek: Next Generation, Green I mean, Lantern, all kinds of Star things. Trek. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what would be cool? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Captain Picard. They ever did Earth Two oh, like oh. movies? If they if they if they shot the death scene, but killed Bruce Wayne instead of Thomas and Thomas, Ooh. and if they ever set up for like a Thomas Wayne Batman thing. That would be awesome. That would be smart. They, already, be awesome. they did that, though. No, in the movie. Like, oh, in the new Batman movie. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, well, the Flashpoint Paradox should be a movie, almost, yeah. itself. Yeah. That, if they do that, then they could just use this footage and just have Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, I see what you're saying. Live. Yeah. 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 Uh, have you seen that or read that comic or seen the, the movie? Flashpoint Paradox? No. Wow, really? It's That's a, good. It's a great... It's out of the 52, right? It, uh, yeah, it started. It's, it, it reboots the fifty two actually because mm-hmm. there's time travel involved, mm-hmm. right? Because after after uh, there's like the post credit scene and the parademons fly out of the portal. But uh, yeah, it was a new concept that I didn't even see coming. But yeah, basically Bruce dies in the alley, his mom becomes Joker, and his dad becomes Batman, a Batman that you know has a gun, a drinking problem, wow. doesn't shave. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's really well done. It's a great it's a great so he's uh, me. character. Yes, that's good. <laughs> Instead, no, of, they, <laughs> instead of his white eyes, I believe he has red. He has red eyes. Oh, yeah. Wow, he's got a cool suit. Like he's got sharp shoulders and like a red um, or bat, like a red, just like a small, or... small um, bat symbol, black bat symbol with like a red circle. Oh, okay, it's pretty cool. And like you see, uh, when Bruce dies, his mom's like holding him, and she has blood on her hands, and she like covers her face. Oh man, and her crying turns into laughter, and she uncovers it. She's got the blood smile. Oh jeez, like, this is really well well done. It's creepy, but. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you need to check it out. Uh, you know, read the issues or um, definitely see the movie. Like, yeah. you know, all those, uh, you know, I need to ask you about that. Uh, have you seen a lot of those DC movies or even Marvel cartoon movies they've done? I've seen some of the DC ones. Um, I haven't seen the Marvel ones. I feel like DC's done a lot more. DC's good in that field, yeah. I think, with the cart- the cartoons and the, mm-hmm. and the yeah, movies. A, the Red Hood. That was good. That was good, yeah. Awesome. Very good. Uh, voiced by mm-hmm. uh, Dean. Yeah. Well, even to go David further Sir. back, uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. hell, we'll go back even further. Batman the Animated Series. Right, yeah. Did, did you watch that Loved as it. it was on? Yeah. Loved it. I watched it when it was on TV, and you know, it was around the same time the uh, X-Men cartoon mm-hmm. yes. was on, too. Yes. That was phenomenal. That was my first introduction mm-hmm. to X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. Never knew them. That's right. It was, it was the day where, like, Pizza Hut would do fun things like, <laughs> like you know, you like you get a pizza and then you, they give you an X Men tape. Yeah, it was like an episode or two, and just I loved the it. Pizza away. I don't want it. Right? <laughs> no, it, it's me. I no. Now they just give you pizza and regret. I mean, right. That's really all. You right. Get. Yeah. Exactly. That was like next, their version next, of the Happy Meal. 
<laughs> yeah, and they need to bring it back. Next time you order pizza, just when they get to the order, I'll take like, the X-Men Do you have the X-Men tape? Right. <laughs> and the guy's well, just like, what? <laughs> I'm not leaving until I get it. Yes, remember, it's a third leg. <laughs> I remember Domino's used to give out those uh, Nerf Turbos. Do you remember when they came out with the, the football that had the spiral on it? Like the yes. Con- oh, yeah, the Nerf, Nerf football. It, what they, was they, the first they one? Some, huh? What was the first name of that? Because they came out with a Nerf Turbo after that. Nerf Herder. Nerf Herder. No, I was just kidding. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> From Star Wars. Did it have, did Who's it have that hole in the middle that it air went through as you threw it? Oh, that, <laughs> it made was a noise. The, that was the whistler. That was um, after, okay. Yeah, that was after that. That was Laugh like the turbo out. with the whistle in it. <laughs> nice. was, you were supposed to be able to throw a spiral better. You, you shouldn't do that anymore. It's so just threw the pizza and yeah. Now it's just like, hey kids, you want a want a cookie? Buy this yeah. pack. No, give me a damn X Men tape. Give me a VHS tape and have them just be confused for two hours. <laughs> Could you imagine kids nowadays trying to figure out how to use a VHS tape? <laughs> kids kids don't even know how to work a phone. No, no oh, I, I can tell you what some original. of them do. My daughters have a VHS uh, DVD combo upstairs, and they put DVDs into the VHS part. Oh before. boy, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. They don't know. No. That's awesome. <laughs> Used to have to blow on the on the Nintendo. One uh, oh, yeah. one thing I do have a question of is why why in the mid to late nineties you see this uh, uh, this part where they take away the original costumes, like for X Men, for example, like they completely remove Wolverine's costume. You know the the whole look of it. Were they trying to make it a more serious in movie? the cartoon or well the, in the actual live action? So I, I think show. I think the, what the concern was is how do the how does a yellow and black costume relate on screen mm-hmm. what does that look like you know and I, I don't know if they were just trying to capture a not necessarily it wasn't necessarily a dark thing but i mean i think they wanted something that was more uniform mm-hmm. um it's more because everyone kind of had their own costume yeah. you know in the, yeah. in the comics you're talking about the movie right yeah okay yeah the brian singer because oh, yeah, i mean right. spider-man came out before that yeah and they kept the original costume for that, but then you come out with X Men. Mm-hmm. They make a joke about the fact that you know wouldn't it look a little ridiculous if you were in spandex? Yeah, I couldn't take it seriously. I think is that what it is? I think Spider Man came right after X Men. I think oh, X Men was okay. first. I think if I if I'm correct, just because I remember it was like a big big jump. You know, it was like ooh black leather outfits. Right, it's Spider Man. That's Spider Man. You can, yeah. you know you can't not, take that away. I mean, that's, wearing, that's basically yeah. what they did for me at least. Is it was just, just tackle, made it was a just, suit. It was just useful. Suits for the X Men. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was uniform, and uh, I don't know. I, the I Matrix liked was to popular, seen, right? You know, I mean, that was a. I think it was just kind of the. A, they did that a lot with colorful characters, like right. uh, when Daredevil was on one of those Hulk movies. Yeah. He was all in black, and people bitched about that. But the funny thing is, in the new Daredevil show, mm-hmm. he was dressed like that pretty oh, much. Yeah. And then when he lost the outfit, people were like, oh, I kind of like that outfit. Right. It's like, well, if you go back 20 years, you'll yeah. see. Yeah, They're like, did you see what you picked out when you wore today? I was like, well, yeah. No, I didn't. And even the 1989 <laughs> Batman film, right, with Michael Keaton, it was an all-black suit. First and, time ever. Right, and in the comics, you know, it's a dark blue suit with gray, mm-hmm. and he's got his underwear on, right? I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. So, I mean... They've. I think they've always tried to tweak it to Michael what Keaton looks goes good commando. on screen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing pants. What? Well, I don't know. I mean, it seems like Smells whenever like they make a new X Men, though, <laughs> the characters, the new characters that come on, are true to the comic books, but the characters that have always been there aren't. Mm-hmm. So, um, like the the um, the X Men with 
the Magneto version or whatever they wanted to call it after Wolverine's own movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had the original, you know, blue and yellow suits with the X on it. Oh, the oh, first yeah. class? You know, mm-hmm. the first class. Yeah. Um, and now I think it, the only back. way to do it would be a complete reboot of all the characters, the original I, X-Men. I believe that, too. Uh, sadly, I mean, I like the cast, but this is a this is a problem I've kind of had with Singer coming back. Like, I... I think he brings a lot to the table. He does. But the costume designer he chooses was the same one who designed his first two movies. Mm-hmm. First Class had Matthew Vaughn come on as director, and they gave us those brighter outfits. The and they original were, look. Yeah, and they back. were really cool. And it looked awesome. It right? did. Yeah, and, right. you know, I guess Days of Future Past, when they go to the past, they're never in outfits. Magneto is. Yeah. They're bringing them in for um, Apocalypse, though. Are they? Yeah. Magneto? Um, at least... Uh, or no, what? the suits. Sorry, the the, the well, yeah, like Magneto. Actually, his new suit looks great. It um, they have like this uh, more of an armor look. All of them mm-hmm. do, yeah. but they're they're black mostly. They've shown a standee recently, and all the X Men are in like they're all black suits. Yeah, Magneto's got some color in well, him. You know, and Cyclops just... and um, Cyclops, Jean Grey, um, I think Nightcrawler, Jubilee, maybe Jubilee are wearing like the original stuff. You know, the, the one thing that I have heard, uh, you know, when Hugh Jackman took to Twitter and said, what do you want to see in the last movie? The two oh. things that were most said is I know where you're going, original yep. suit and old man Logan. Mm-hmm. And I I think he owes it to us to at least give us that because he's said in interviews, yeah, I've worn the suit, but only for my wife. <laughs> and he's never no taken pants. any pictures. If, well, you, <laughs> if you see the um, alternate ending to the Wolverine, he opens up a case on an yep. airplane. Yeah. And it's it looks great. It's the old yeah. like you know, yeah. but it's got that whole like detail and, yeah, to yeah. it, like um, maybe like a worn like you know how Captain America there's like very oh, details yeah. and everything. It's not just you know like one color. It just has all these like designs in it, kind of like the new Superman symbol. Oh yeah, you know what I mean they just went all out and yeah, I really want him to wear that damn outfit. Finally, <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? Just like, put the damn thing I, on. It wouldn't even have to be for that long. I no. mean, that would be the equivalent. You of... just look in the mirror and be like, no. That's yeah. the thing, though. That, <laughs> Even that would be cool, right? Yeah. yeah. You know? Sadly, you almost have to re, to reboot to get all of that because you know at this at this time to finally put the helmet on it might seem right. kind of stupid. But I always thought they could have done it. Like maybe he didn't want. Well, I guess uh, he didn't, maybe he didn't want Xavier in his head, and that could have how an introduction to it. You there know, you go. something. Right. That's not bad. But the last Wolverine movie, he was in like samurai culture. Mm-hmm. What perfect time. Right. You know, than that to don something like that, and that was just a, a missed opportunity. It, well, yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't know get why they're so afraid because you got Captain America decked out. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Batman decked out. You can out, totally Spider-Man wear that now. I mean, like Marvel kind of found their footing, like Marvel, you know, Marvel movies, and I think Fox is kind of just worried to take that plunge. Yeah, they are. Too. They are. Um, and I don't understand why DC not afraid to to go full outfit. Marvel. Fox is, yeah. Yeah, we're exactly. getting a Batman outfit that I've, I've always wanted to see. Yeah. I mean, that, looks, that looks the best. I would like, honestly, I mean, I kind of want blue, but I get it. But I yeah. love the gray. That that looks so so good. And the bat symbol, that's probably the best. I mean, yeah. I, I used to like the bullseye one. Oh, yeah. yeah. When they went away with that, that was kind of hard, you know. But sure. now the it's new one's jacked, fantastic. Too. Yeah, he's just... Bat fleck, more like brick shit house flex. Yeah, <laughs> they put it like someone did like a Photoshop of all the Batman's at a table. Like you got Keaton and you got Bale, mm-hmm. and you just got this hulking, you know, it's Affleck. I mean, it's like Jesus, this guy. Yeah, yeah you see him in an alley, you'd be scared, right. you know. When Henry um, Cavill, is it Cavill? Yep. Yeah, Cavill. He said whatever. he's uh, he's training for the new Justice League movie, and he says he wants to get as big as 
Ben Affleck. I was like, oh my god, Batman's bigger than <laughs> wow. Superman. Well, and I, I lift things up, put him down. Yeah. I think Ben Affleck's a little bit taller and he is wider yeah, anyway. He's pretty I mean, tall. Yeah, it's kind of like the equivalent of Hugh Jackman throughout the entire movie series mm-hmm. of X Men. You know, yeah, he's a scrawny toothpick. Yeah, and then he starts bulking up a little bit. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, I mean, he's Wolverine shorter though, which is he's supposed to be. Yeah, but he's supposed to be supposed to be short and stocky, right? Yeah. 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 Kind of like a monkey. There was um, <laughs> I don't know if it, <laughs> there was talk back in maybe seventies, eighties of them making a. Like a an X Men then and like Bob Hoskins or is that his last name? Oh yeah, like, they talked about him being like the perfect me, Mario on a hook. Mm. Yeah. yeah, Roger Rabbit, Ra- Roger Rabbit, Roger Rabber, Roger Rubber, Rubber. Yeah, well they showed like a, a picture of him like with long sideburns and you could like oh that would have been cool. Oh, yeah. I, I mean that's what's sad anymore is like you see all these like things that could have been great like really like years you know. 20, 30 years ago, oh, yeah. they had ideas to do what they're doing now, but just, you know, didn't well, they make also sense. also had Nicolas Cage as Superman, so. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that the would've... yin and the yang, right? There's... <laughs> and we are eventually going to do a show on Welcome that. Welcome to I've, the Cage. Uh, yeah, Josh Cage. bought the, uh, the behind-the-scenes, uh, the lost footage. The documentary I they saw made that. about I saw this. that this week. Mm. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, I, no. I thought it was really... Yeah, it really shows you what scumbags are in charge of studios. and Kevin Smith wrote yeah. half the treatment for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Burton came on and like, see ya. During yeah. the uh, during the costume testing, they were they were like making fun of um, comic fans. What? Yeah, yeah they were like, uh, I think he wore a suit or was like wearing like a normal like you know blazer and everything. I I, I think Tim Burton said something like, "You look like one of the you know fat uh, loser comic book nerds." Oh, nice. And like him and Nicholas Cage was like, Ooh. "Oh, wow." <laughs> Well, they had him in a blazer, and he was wearing like a Mickey Mouse T-shirt underneath. Like they're going for this like nerd type of. Mm -hmm. It, I could see it working, you know, in a way. But he had long hair; it was just weird. It was Superman had long hair too. Yeah, but it just didn't look good on Cage though. It was just the Fortress of Solitude was going to be a ship in outer space, and weren't they going to have Brainiac or something like that? Brainiac was going to be like a Spider Man, like a like an actual like head. And then just like spider legs, bullet dodged. Yeah, really. You know, I mean, <laughs> the, concept, the concept art looked really. There cool. There was some cool stuff like yeah. uh, Brainiac ship they yeah. constructed, which uh, I mean, to give a little bit away, it was a dick move. Like the modeling department modeled this thing. It was in the, I think, it was in the case. Mm-hmm. It really looked great. The studio heads, one of them, came in days before they shut down production, like permanently. Uh, these guys had no idea though. They thought they were going with the movie. These guys, these uh, executives, just came in, just like acting like they're just checking on things. They knew what was coming, yeah. and they just said, "Hey, can we borrow this model for a presentation?" So that's that's how they got the model, and yeah, and I think someone has it now. But yeah, they wow. took that model knowing this project was canceled. Yeah. And they just wanted the model. Oh, jeez, dick moves. But yeah. it, I mean, it had a lot of cool things going for it. But um, maybe just to wrap up, but uh, is there any? I mean. So much knowledge about comics uh, to tackle. I mean, we should almost do another show yeah. down the road. Mm-hmm. But for now, is there any issues like from your experience that you'd recommend people uh, picking up and checking out? Yeah, you know, I mean, Arrow's a big deal today, right? I mean, yes. you know, on the on the comic series and the the TV series are both just awesome. Um, one series that stands out in my mind is the Green Arrow series from the eighties uh, into the early nineties. Mike Grell was the writer, um, and it was um, Mature Audiences title. 
So, you know, this is where Green Arrow gets fairly dark. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, they, they confront a ton of stuff. You know, they confront um, rape. They confront, you know, wow. a lot of heavy, heavy themes. Yeah. And uh, um, I was just, I was engrossed in it. You know, I mean, I, I saw someone in the quarter bin at Dragon's Lair. And, and the guy that works there, um, Craig, he recommended it, you know, and, uh, he said, "Oh, you gotta, get, you gotta give that a try. Read a few of them." So I bought the first few, you know, because they were insanely cheap. Read them, and I literally drove back to the store to buy as many of them as I possibly could. <laughs> nice. And so I, I had the entire run, you know, and wow. um, it was uh, it was a very phenomenal series. So I mean, if you can go back, it starts with the mini series Green Arrow: The Longbow Hunters. It's on Comixology, so I mean, if you wanted to go back and get it digitally, because I mean. I would imagine the print stuff's a little bit harder to find, and um, you know you could download it and read it right away. Um, I own the print stuff, obviously, but I did buy it from my phone and from my iPad. Yeah, sure. Just so at any point, if I wanted to go back and read it, and I was somewhere else, I could. And um, very, very quality storytelling. You know, they they took a lot of that spirit and and made it um, into the uh, Arrow show. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, definitely. Good stuff. Which everyone knows about now. Yeah. I think for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, honestly, I didn't know much about Arrow until that show. I mean, I remember him kind of popping up on Smallville, but that was more of a cartoony <laughs> looks yeah. like Arrow. He looks like a really bad cosplayer now. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. I knew a little bit about him because, like, Justice League, the animated yeah. series. Um, He's, like, wisecracking and stuff yeah, in that and he's show. Become, yeah, and, like, in, in Arrow, he's become a lot, you know, not Palmer as serious... And- Right, that's what they want to. Uh, get he's the at. Green Arrow now. Like he's not just the vigilante or the hood. Yeah, the hood. Um, but you know, it was, it was it was a great series, and um, you know, it's the it's the DC version of Green Arrow at the time. I mean, he's in he's in his forties. He's you know he's got the blonde hair and the goatee and the whole yep. thing, and uh, you know he lives with Black Canary, and you know. Yeah. She wants to get married. He doesn't. You know, I mean, it's just you know. I mean, it was never get married, right? I mean, there were some really adult themes in there, and it, and it um it slowed it down. And I think Mike Grell's big direction was he didn't want it to be a flashy superhero comic. You know, I mean, he still had the outfit, and you know, he still was Green Arrow, but the Hal Jordan appearance. You know, they went camping. Hal Jordan <laughs> never turned into the Green Lantern once. You know, just about <laughs> it was just about the two buddies hanging out. You know, and. It was really awesome. These guys I mean? being dudes. Yeah, it was, that's what. Yeah, and and it was. Um, I like the realistic approach that they took to that comic, you know. And then, um, that's how you do new stories, honestly. Yeah. You know, what I mean, take a little break from what you usually see, as long as it's good. Right. Instead of rebooting it, you know, I think that's that gets tiresome eventually. You know, people won't probably want to invest because they're like, well, this isn't going to last too. Well, long. that's just it. You know, I mean. You know, y- y- you read these characters for years and years and years of your life, 30 years for me. And, you know, then things start getting rebooted over and over and over. It's and like it's, movies. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're the same characters, but they're almost unrecognizable. And some of the things that they do and, you know, it's just continuity means things to people. It does. Um, it does. And there's some people, they don't care about it and that's okay. And no one's wrong, you know, but, um, it it is tough when you're changing the fundamentals of a character, 
and turning it into something else. But uh, the ones you loved, yeah, you know, uh, got you absolutely the ones that you got into. And I mean, I, in the '90s when they turned Hal Jordan evil, and you talk about going ape shit, I was not a happy <laughs> camper. But you know, I didn't stop collecting, right? You know, and um, you know, eventually. Hal Jordan was redeemed and, you know, and he was back to a hero and the whole thing. But, uh, you know, that was a, that was a dicey time, you know, and, uh, especially when that's your favorite character, but you know, it, it actually created for some interesting stories, you know, and they didn't reboot, you know, yeah, I mean, right. they, they just, they created interesting stories and they kind of stuck to their guns and, and you know you you have to allow for that you know the and flash is big on tv today and mm-hmm. it's excellent it's an excellent program and um my favorite flash was the 90s wade mark wade run where wally west was the title character mm-hmm. um who had taken over for barry allen cuz mm-hmm. barry's been dead mm-hmm. you know, oh that's right crisis. going back to the crisis right. yep yep so wally mm-hmm. was the flash and i mean those that that story was uh i mean his whole run was phenomenal mm-hmm. you know introducing impulse you know they had the whole family of speedsters jesse yeah. quick max mercury you know it was a it, that was a fun era too so i mean you know those are good good ones to check out the wade era maybe of the flash and the mike grill a green arrow run yeah um uh, those are really good good stories awesome awesome well yeah thanks thanks a lot for being on and yes you know, sharing your knowledge, and Thank we definitely you. need to do an, a follow up. I think mm-hmm. there's so much Anytime, to take. Yeah. In. We can talk about the Silver Age and <laughs> all that great stuff. Yeah, I'll bring some in next time too. You know? That'd be I mean, sweet. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Well, um, with all that said, uh, I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. Steve. I'm Joey. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Take care. <laughs>